Hi everyone, welcome back to the Prospector Podcast, a bi-weekly production made just for you. On this episode, we're going to be talking about Homecoming with Bobby Jackson and McKenna Hitter. We're also going to be talking about Halloween memories and sports. I hope you enjoy. Uh, hello, my name is McKenna Hitter. I'm currently starting my third year as a PhD student and I'm majoring in material science and engineering and I'm currently running for Miss UTEP for the Homecoming Court. I'm Bobby Jackson. I'm in the Advanced Standing Program for the Master of Social Work uh, degree program. Um, I'm running for Mr. UTEP 2023. What is homecoming? Um, So in my opinion, what I think homecoming is, I think homecoming is a very special event here at UTEP just because El Paso is such like a tight-knit community and a lot of people who are born and raised in UTEP, um, born and raised in El Paso, I mean, go to UTEP and now all the alumni get to come back and like celebrate their time at UTEP and all the time that they spend. So it's a really great event for all the alumni to come back and like remember when they came here. I think homecoming in general is just the idea of well, coming together, coming home together, and just remembering those traditions as students mm-hmm. and thinking about ways to how you can um, make the student body better. You know, you, you go to homecoming and you see all the spirit, you see all the organizations, and then it's also just a networking event too, and it's just a fun week. You explained how, you know, this is like a way to bring alumni back, but why do you think we celebrate homecoming at UTEP? Um, I think we celebrate it for like a lot of reasons like because um, we have to think about like here it's 2023 right but we also have to think about all the years that came before us you know there's so many people who attended you who have attended UTEP they've they're the ones who started traditions they're the ones that went out got national championships you know there's so many people that came before us who made us who we are today and made UTEP who they are today so I think UTEP um, homecoming is like a really really cool event because not only can we recognize that but now we can get excited for like what's to come in the future you know and I think that it's just well, yeah, like you said keeping the traditions but especially finding new ways to keep traditions like we're both non-traditional so we kind of just decided to campaign together and because of you know keeping traditionally non-traditional was kind of like our idea and it's just you know, it, it just shows like the spirit of being in the university, like being non-traditional and still trying to hold true to those ideas and um, traditions of homecoming. So why did you guys get involved in homecoming? Like, why did you think it was a good idea to, you know, participate in it? Um, well, I was just, I was just showing at home on Saturday night <laughs> and I saw this, saw the, I saw it and I was like, you know what, just for fun, I'm going to apply. And then I, and I saw what it was about, and I'm like, oh, this isn't like a normal homecoming. This is like an ambassadorship. And I just thought it was the perfect, I have, I always wanted to say something to somebody about something, right? Like social justice warrior. And I just thought this was the perfect opportunity to really explore like macro social work and like global and or organizational things and just explain my platform and, and, and my, my moral compass, like where I'm headed towards as far as advocacy and um, being an ambassador between UTEP and El Paso, um, that just seems like an incredible opportunity and it seems like fun. Um, for me, I think it was like a little bit different. Like it kind of like hit home just because like I was born and raised in El Paso. My parents attended UTEP, got their masters at UTEP. They took me to my first UTEP football game when I was six months old. You know, like me and my brother grew up coming to UTEP games. Like we always just like it was like UTEP, UTEP, UTEP. Like when we were little. So now that I got the chance to graduate from UTEP with my bachelor's and now I'm attending grad school, I was kind of you know I saw it, it came up I think like in one of our emails, and I was sitting there thinking like 
oh, my time at UTEP's kind of like slowly coming to an end. Like, you know, grad school's not gonna last forever. So my brother was kind of, he kind of convinced me like, you should just do it. Like, what do you have to lose? Like, we grew up with UTEP. Like now it's your turn to like, you know, try to get this amazing opportunity. And kind of like Bobby said, like, the idea of it being more of like being an ambassador for UTEP, I just think that was like a really cool way and opportunity to like get to know more of the student body and like reach out and kind of like stand up for something that you're proud of. I just thought that was like a really neat like twist on like that, the homecoming aspect. Well, that and like, I was talking to McKenna earlier, like when this whole thing first started, like, you know, I'm 30 and I won't disclose <laughs> your age, but you know, no, you're, fine. you're I'm a PhD student. <laughs> so, I mean, we just kind of like, we talked to each other, I was like, I just want to have fun. She's like, me too. I just... I'm like, we're older, it's like, you know, it's, why not? If we've been, I've, I've been faced with so much disappointment in life already, like, if I weren't to win Mr. Utah or Homecoming King, whatever, like, it wouldn't be a big deal. I'm having fun with the process. Yeah. And I still plan to advocate for UTEP mm -hmm. and fill in the gaps of the resources um, for my platform. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's like, kind of like how you said, like, you know, it's like a fun, yeah, we're like all competing and we're gonna see who's gonna do this and like carry on their platform, like, forever wins. But even just, now like we still don't even know who is gonna win mr and mrs utep but leading up to it it's just so fun like yeah. going out there like telling everyone what you stand for and it's just like a fun opportunity it's, so yeah. i encourage everyone to do this in the future <laughs> <laughs> and what is the process like what have you experienced so far um so at the beginning it was an application process mm -hmm. and you know you have to ask, answer some open-ended questions like what does utep pride mean to you kind of like along those lines and then from there um it was an interview um portion and then after that then we had to give like a like a five to eight minute TED talk presentation on our platform and there were two like a panel of judges um and anyone who's welcome to go is open to the public and then from there the judges narrowed down the finalists and now it's the student body vote I just want to say that that TED <laughs> that TED talk <laughs> so when we found out like you know we went to that the meeting for the homecoming um, court and we found out that Saturday that which we found out on Friday that we had to attend Saturday, you know, we had oh, a plan yeah. for this. And so Saturday we found out, hey, we, um, there's going to be a TED Talk, which we, we kind of knew, but we did, you know, five to eight minutes. And then the pressure was on of like, if it goes over or under, you're getting points deducted. I'm like, no, okay. So we had, and we had to be submitted by Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> the stress of that, I mean, it was shit. It was fun. I don't like I said, it's, it's all part of the fun. However, I also want to say part of the planning is finding your priorities in the, in the grand scheme of things because, you know, I'm doing an internship and doing, you know, work study and have a job on the side of weekends or work at a restaurant. It's like being able to have effective communication with your employers, your supervisors, um, and which means you have to be able to be a, a good worker in general to like navigate that. I'm like, hey, this is really, really important to me. It's a huge opportunity. And, you know, you have to plan these things out. Like, I might have to have this day off. So it's not for somebody who, <laughs> I mean, it's for everybody. But if you're if you're not skilled at time management, or oh, yeah. like, you just you just have to be skilled at time management is We've what I'm saying. Like, that's part, that's part of the process. <laughs> Dang. That sounds like a lot. It's a lot, but we like... It was a little kids. overwhelming. It like, was. when I submitted my application, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And then I didn't hear back for, like, a yes, while. Same. I actually so sent an email. I, I, yeah, I kind of, like, <laughs> not that I forgot about it, but, you know, I got so swept right. up in, like, work and school. Then all of a sudden, I find an email in my inbox, and it was like, congratulations, you've moved on to the interview. And I was like, oh, my God, oh. I forgot. I Okay, yeah, 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 let's, let's get the ball rolling. Like, yes. it was, like, really hectic. It was, like, in the back of my mind, like, I'm really excited. I kind of... 
but it's not like, okay, well, I did it, and now I'm just going to do more things, get involved with more things, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I didn't, you know, I haven't heard back, but it, it really wasn't, it was like less than a week. Like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, you know, like, homecoming's <laughs> coming up a couple of weeks, and then uh, it was just in the back of my mind, and it was like, straightforward. Like, yeah. The past, it, the, like, two weeks It, it went on the back burner to full boil. <laughs> so, how do you think UTEP students can get more involved in, like, the homecoming tradition? Uh, I think that's a really good question. Um, I personally know, just because I did my undergrad here, um, UTEP is a commuter school, right? So a lot of students still live at home, right? Live with their parents. So I think a lot of students, you know, come to class and then leave, right? Or leave to their jobs that are off campus and stuff. So not just getting involved with homecoming. I mean, of course, that's one of them. But I think students should, like, hang around campus. Like, join their org if their department has an org, you know? Join, um, like, Greek life or join in your murals. Like, just staying and hanging around campus and getting to meet other people. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, the perfect way to get involved. Because, like, when you're in an org, then that's how you start hearing, like, yeah. oh, you um, homecoming's this week. Oh, this is this week, you know? So I think, like, taking those opportunities. Because then you start meeting a billion other people that you didn't even know existed, exactly. you know? And it turns into networking, and it's just, like, it's like a domino effect. I think you can make any, any situation a networking opportunity. Yeah, yeah. If you're innovative enough. On top of innovation, I'm just, I think innovation with collaboration is just... Then it's the key, not mm-hmm. to key success, but it's it really helps you out being a kind of respectful person. On top of that, anyway, I think it's a whole other. <laughs> podcast, right? So, but I think like yeah, getting involved with organizations, but also getting involved with the homecoming itself by like looking into the platforms that mm-hmm. these people stand for and seeing how you're. You know, part of my presentation was you know how can. How can you know your student organization like become be, become innovative and work towards build like my platform is like you know the resources the gaps and resources towards veterans in higher education. So how can how can organization help that you know yeah. like you know direct contact me or like you know just how can we help you know just apply them. And is there anything else you guys would like to let the audience know? Vote for Bobby and McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> Vote for us. We'd appreciate your support. <laughs> yes. Um, always. I just want to say, um, my my uh, fly, in case you don't get a flyer, you know, Elmer, it says the Veterans Crisis Line. It's 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or you can text 838-255. Um, count to 10, breathe, and it's going to be okay. Hi guys, uh, my name is Joel Molina. I'm a photographer here at the Prospector. What's up everyone? I'm Katsu Marginal. I'm a staff reporter. Hi guys, it's your editor-in-chief, Itzel Giron. Slay. Okay, um, so we're going to be sharing our most memorable Halloween experiences. I don't know who wants to go first. I didn't even think of, like... I guess, I mean, yeah, my most memorable experience on Halloween was probably in fourth grade when... So, I'm from a super small town, and every year they have, like, a big costume contest at our city hall. And, like, basically everyone in the town, if you're into Halloween, if you're into dressing up, you'll be there. And, uh, like, as a kid, it was a big, big deal to win. 
and like this was my year I was like I'm gonna win I'm gonna do everything I can they have categories and my category that I was aiming for was scariest costume and my dad works in construction so he had like a welding mask and like all this like equipment he had like this sledgehammer you know what and I was like I'm gonna be like a scary <laughs> like a scary like I don't know I had like a welding mask this apron and then I dumped a bunch of <laughs> fake blood on it and then I was like I'll be this scary axe murderer or something which was funny because like I would get scared so easily so I was dressed as a scary scary person uh, they did not let me bring it to school. I had to like dress up after school and then uh, Long story short, I go show up to the costume contest and I win the scariest costume to the point where the judges like Pull me aside and are like this is like freaky like you need to tone it down. You're winning <laughs> but like this is scary. This is really scary um, And I'm like, okay, no problem. But in my mind, I'm like I won. I did it all my hard work paid off. That was my most memorable. And then I got a bunch of candy, so great night. That was your prize? Yeah. They give you like a bunch of candy and they give you like uh, a stripes gift card and you get like uh <laughs> you get like a slushy and that was like the best thing. That was like gold to me back in the day. So What is stripes? Oh it's like this like convenience store. Oh. That's oh yeah, that's all we have. <laughs> we have nothing else with that. <laughs> Oh it's either candy or slush milk. I got both. So. Oh yeah. Do you want to go eat some? Um, I don't know. Um, I can't remember if this was in Halloween. I feel like it was like a traumatic Halloween experience. I think I was like five. I'm going to go with five. And I was in Juarez with my mom, my dad. We were visiting my mom's side of the family. And I, I don't really have a big fear of like spiders or anything I just don't like bugs like I don't think anybody really does but I was terrified of spiders so uh, and I also think cockroaches are disgusting so I was like five I'm playing around in the house and then I go with my mom I can't remember exactly what led up to that but I remember my mom was like oh my god what's on your shoulder and I was like what the hell is on my shoulder like what is it <laughs> and i turn and it was a plastic cockroach five-year-old me was terrified screamed my head off and my mom thought it was the most hilarious thing ever <laughs> my mom put the fake cockroach on me she was like laughing at me she was just like basically making me feel like a little loser i was like what the heck so she did that i remember i started crying like broke down completely and my mom could not stop laughing. Everyone looked at my mom and was like, wow, you're such a bad mother. Oh my God. <laughs> and she was like, no guys, it was a joke. Like, it was a joke, like funny, haha. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, why would you do that? I think that's, and I remember everybody felt so bad for me. <laughs> um, I can't remember what aunt's house it was in Juarez, but they, she like pulled out a stuffed, huge teddy bear from like the attic and gave it to me because she felt so bad <laughs> everybody made me like my favorite food that day and was like oh my god are you okay Mika? and i was like no i hate my mom she did this to me. <laughs> and like everybody was just i can't i don't what's the like, like i guess baiting me and they were just like oh my god Angel, are you okay and like making my mom feel horrible now i think it's hilarious now i think it's hilarious but um 
it was it was very traumatic as a five-year-old I remember I was just watching Nightmare Before Christmas like afterwards and I did not want to talk to my mom I still hold it against her to this day when she went when I'm upset with her and I'm like yeah remember when you traumatized me so I think that's the most memorable Halloween I think so <laughs> Gee willikers, Avery, thank you. Utah Volleyball falls on the road to Middle Tennessee Saturday, October 28th. The Mariners are currently 17-8 and 9-5 and and in conference play, going into the final home stretch of the season. UTEP soccer finished its season Saturday, October 28th with a draw to Sam Houston University. The Mariners finished the season 2-11-4, and won four and three in conference play. And the Utah women's basketball team started its season off with a win over New Mexican Highlands Saturday, October 28th. The exhibition game was the first game coached by Keitha Adams since 2017. Lastly, the Utah football team edged out the Sam Houston Bearcats on the road Wednesday night following a Buzz Fabiano last minute kick. The Miners now head back for homecoming to face off against the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. My Instagram is mojomedia915. Thank you so much for having me. Happy Halloween. My Instagram, catching underscore, underscore, M. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be official with it, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> thank you, Avery, for having us. And thank you guys for listening. It's always a pleasure to know that some of you guys are tuning in. And. My social media is by Itzel Hiron with a couple periods in there, but I'm not going to be as specific as catching. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.